Hi, everyone. I am joined today by Ken Muscat from MSC Cruises. He is the executive vice president and COO of MSC. And I am so, so excited to have you here today, Ken. How are you? It's been, I think I, I just looked it up and it's been like two years since the last time we spoke. I know. I can't believe it's been that long. It's great to be here with you, Britton, and with all your listeners. And I, uh, I am doing great. To answer your question, how am I? I'm doing great because I just got off a three-night cruise on MSC Metavia, which was our simulation cruise, which we, we did uh, you know, to test things out for the CDC. And we're all ready to begin cruising again. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm very, very happy. It was my first time back on board a ship in uh, 16 months. I've never been, I've never taken that long of a, of a, of a time off of sailing. So it was great to be back and it's great to be here talking to you today. And in fact, Maravilla is the last ship that I was on in March of 2020. So your first ship back and my last ship that I've taken, and I won't set foot on board another one until the end of August. So that's funny. But yeah, I'm sure that you're great after that. I'm, it's, it's perfect timing to talk to you really because, you know, I've been talking to the listeners for a while and we've been trying to schedule this interview and just saying, you know, MSC has been doing so great and we've been talking about how, you know, for the past few months on Avid Cruiser and, you know, more than a few months, I forget that it's July, but through the, through the fall and, you know, winter about how MSC has been doing. And I turn to MSC so often as a model because people say, well, no one's been able to cruise and cruises haven't happened. And small ship cruising is going to be the first to come back or river cruising is going to be the first to come back. And while river cruising did come back a little bit last summer, you know, you all have had a really successful time ocean cruising throughout this pandemic uh, outside of the U.S. So I want to talk a little bit about that first. And then, of course, about your simulated sailing and how that went what people can expect on board now. So what, obviously your six sailings in the Mediterranean over the past, you know, six, eight, nine months, however long it's been, has have been very successful. But can you talk to me about yeah. the feedback from those sailings and what you all have learned from those? Sure, absolutely. You know, believe it or not, in August, it'll be a year already since we started sailing again. We, we began sailing in Europe in August of 2020. Um, and we learned a lot. You know, the great thing is that we started off um, with one ship. We added another. We added another. We intend on having half of our fleet operating by the end of this summer already. Um, but it was it was a, a excellent experience, and it's been excellent ever since. We've now sailed about 60,000 guests since last August. Um, we've done everything with outstanding health and safety protocols, and our crew have been incredibly well-trained. Um, we've learned a lot as the pandemic has evolved. We've done everything from accept vaccinated and non-vaccinated guests on board, have very stringent health and safety protocols, very stringent protocols as it relates to what we call bubble shore excursions if you want to get off the ship. Um, and, and really, quite honestly, at the very beginning, um, we did have you know some people try to break the protocols or, or try to go off on a shore excursion on their own and and um, we were, you know, we did not let them back on the ship. So some people learned the hard way, but it was a very good way for us to make sure that we were, we were telling our consumers and our travel advisors out there and the rest of the world that we take this very seriously, number one. And number two, most importantly, that you still can have an outstanding cruise experience, even with a number of these health and safety protocols that we have out there. Um, and we've demonstrated that it works. 
and uh, guests are having an incredible time. The feedback has been great. People are booking. Bookings increase every single day. Um, there, you know, there's a, a tremendous pent-up demand, especially in Europe where we started, where people want to get back out there. And I'm talking about the Europeans. The Americans really haven't been able to go back out there yet. But the Europeans who love uh, MSC out in Europe um, have, have really enjoyed being back. And they have not had any problems with the health and safety protocols that we have. And we've proven that they've worked. So at the end of the day, we were very fortunate to be able to have that experience. And now that we're getting ready to reopen in the U.S., take those learnings and bring them here. And I feel we're in a very good position to deliver something um, that our guests here out of the U.S. will be very proud of. And we saw that on the simulation cruise over the last few days. So it's, um, it definitely gave us a year's worth of experience and head start and best practices and learnings to ensure that we deliver what we want to deliver here, um, the MSC way in a very health and safe, safe way for our guests and for our crew and for the communities that we visit. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, you know, I, I like that you kind of mentioned that you didn't let some people back on board at the beginning, because that is something that that people did talk about. And I really commended you all for that, because it it is important to show that you are taking this seriously. Um, but I do want to talk about your experience on board, because as you mentioned, you just got off the ship. And so you kind of know what guests are going to be able to expect as they as they set foot on these cruises that are starting back. Can you talk about your experience on board the ship and, you know, kind of what you did and, and what was different for you and what what worked well? Okay. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I'd be happy to. You know, it was a three night cruise on MSC Medavia. We had a we had a, a, a good number of volunteers that volunteered to be on the cruise and, and be part of this simulation voyage, which is a requirement from the CDC. And that's a requirement because we are actually um, open to to sailing with guests that are vaccinated and not vaccinated, although the majority of our guests are vaccinated. Um, fortunately, you know, the a huge percentage of the U.S. is vaccinated. So, um, we're, we're very much um, excited about welcoming the fully vaccinated guests on board our ships. But if you're not vaccinated, you know, we want to make sure that we're safe and, and, um, and secure in everything that we do. And there's a number of protocols that you can see on our website that are very different for vaccinated and not vaccinated. But my experience was excellent. Um, you know, from the very beginning, we were, um, were testing everybody at embarkation. Um, at the very beginning, we've made it very clear that um, we have social distancing and mask requirements on board for fully vaccinated and not fully vaccinated, although we do have certain areas on board the ship that are dedicated to only vaccinated guests, certain lounges, certain dining times, th certain theater shows, which means that you don't need to wear a mask. You don't need to worry about social distancing out on the pool deck or anywhere outside um, in Ocean Key. We went to Ocean Key, our new private island destination. You don't have to wear a mask, um, uh, whether you're vaccinated or fully vaccinated or not vaccinated, unless there's an issue with being able to social distance. But outside, you're 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 free to go. And and um, the truth of the matter is, the whole experience was great. Um, even you know, I'm, I'm in Florida, and, and Florida's been very uh, relaxed as it relates to the COVID protocols for a good number of months now. And even those times that I did have to wear a mask inside, which obviously is not needed when you're eating or drinking, but a couple of the times that you're walking around the ship in general and you do need to wear a mask, I was very used to it. I think most people are going to be very used to it. It did not, it did not ruin my experience by any means. 
Um, and we were able to uh, go to Nassau. We were able to go to Ocean Key. We were able to do a number of shore excursions. And um, it, was, it was incredible. The crew was unbelievably trained. And what I really was impressed on was that the crew was not afraid to, to, to um, ensure that we were abiding by the protocols. They've been trained to do certain things. They've been trained to, to ask people to wear masks in certain locations. They've been trained to do social distancing. And the crew, in a very, very nice way, would remind you when you needed to do it or when you didn't need to do it. And they weren't afraid of doing it. And I think people are really going to appreciate the fact that we are abiding by those rules in such a great way. I felt very safe, very healthy. Um, and the ship performed incredibly well. The ship is beautiful. She's in great shape. Ocean Key was great to visit. Um, you know, that's our new private island that just opened three months before the pandemic hit. So most people have not been able to see it. So it's still brand new and uh, it performed incredibly well. The crew on board Ocean Key did an incredibly great job uh, as well on all the health and safety standards. We have signage, we have floor stickers. Um, I even uh, simulated a uh, aerobics class outside on, on the pool deck, which was a scary thought to watch me doing aerobics. But um, the point was I had to stay on my blue sticker, you know, and be six, six feet d uh, distance away from the people next to me. And everything worked perfectly fine. And the instructors made sure that we did what we needed to do. And, and we ended up having a blast. All the specialty restaurants were open. The pub was open. We had entertainment. Um, really, truthfully, the cruise experience was just like a cruise experience you would have remembered pre-pandemic. Other than the fact that, you know, you have to wear a mask here and there. You've got to be careful about social distancing. But it was very easy, very comfortable, very safe. And uh, I felt really good about it. I, I know that you said so much, but I was going to say you had me at the pub is open, even though that was one of the last things that you said, because I had so much fun at that pub um, when I was on board. We would just go and play trivia every day, and it was such a blast. Uh, I do want to talk about Ocean Key as well, but I do want to I want to make one point is that a lot of, you know, you're you're kind of the first ocean cruise person that I've talked to recently on the podcast. I've been talking to mostly um, river cruise executives, and it's easier, I think, sometimes to look at the river cruises because the model is so much smaller. But with the big ships, people have been worried about being inside and having to wear masks and what those protocols are going to be. But from what I'm hearing from you, you know, it's not that much different than what we're already practicing at home. If you're outside, you're not wearing a mask. You know, when you walk into certain restaurants they're going to ask you to wear masks at certain places. You have to wear masks. If you're unvaccinated, you are encouraged to wear a mask in public. And so it's not like you're going onto the ship and things are drastically different and you're having to completely isolate. I mean, and I find myself social distancing in every situation where I'm standing six feet apart from anyone I'm talking to in my house just because it's become a habit. So I think that there's kind of this idea that when you get on board, things are going to be so different. But from what it, from what I'm hearing, it really wasn't bothersome or, and it didn't, it didn't, uh, stain the cruise experience at all. No, I think you, I think you just said it perfect. I think you said it better than I did. It, you're, you're absolutely right. It was, um, it's really not any different than what we find ourselves doing every day. You know, I'm like you, I still sometimes wear my mask in places, even if I don't have to, I find myself social distancing. Everybody's just more careful and, and, aware today 
And that's the same way on board. Um, actually, you know, being on these bigger ships, you've got more space. We're, we're obviously not filling them to capacity right at the beginning. You know, we're going to do a slow ramp up month after month after month. Um, so you've got these big ships with less capacity. You've got plenty of room. Um, Ocean Key is two miles of beaches and tons of outdoor space. So you have plenty of space there to, to, uh, to have your own area and to social distance. Um, and all the ports of call that we're going to have been very, very good about putting things in place to ensure that all the guests are safe and sound. And, and that's why we're doing these, these, uh, these shore excursions that we've already vetted. You know, we've already made sure that the, the drivers and the tour guys are vaccinated and they're very, um, they're very um, healthy and clean and following all the protocols that we have out there. So it, it really is a, a great experience. And like you said, it's not very different from what we're used to today um, in our everyday lives. And it's not so different from what it was like cruising pre-COVID. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a great cruise. It's a great vacation. So let's let's talk about I'm glad we got to talk about the cruise, but I also want to talk about Ocean Key because last time we spoke, yeah, you guys were right and right it was right before the island kind of debuted and everything was ready and you just had the chance to go. So I want to hear about what that experience was like and what kind of activities are offered and I know that there's a lot of food and a lot of there's the lighthouse mm-hmm. and a lot of cool things. So can you talk a little bit about those? Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, Ocean Key, like you said, it opened in November of 2019. So it literally was just, you know, a few a few months. We only had a few calls there um, before everything shut down. So it's brand new to us. Most people have not seen it. So we're super excited about the fact that we're offering it on every single itinerary. Um, we're, we're now offering itineraries that are three, four, seven, eleven night cruises. We're leaving out of Miami and Port Canaveral. So all of these ships are going to visit Ocean Key. Many of them are going to be there for uh, the day and the night. Some of, them are gonna, some of them are going to overnight. So they'll be there for a day and a half. And trust me, there's plenty to do in a day and a half. Not to mention that the whole nighttime experience on Ocean Key with the lighthouse show and the and the uh, the the, um, the the food experience that we have and the Junkanoo band that we have marching through the island at night is a, a whole different experience than during the day. So you want to be there at night as well, which is great. Um, one of the first things I did when I got off was climb to the top of the lighthouse, which you know just gives you this view of the water and the size of the island, and is a great way to kick off your day to really see where things are located. And the island looked incredible, you know, now that she's been growing her trees and her bushes and her plants and everything for the last 16 months, the, 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 the island is flourishing with greenery, the marine life is flourishing, um, the water sports that we have, you know, we had Wave Runner tours uh, going, we had the lighthouse tour, there's plenty of beaches to lay out and relax and umbrellas and, and um, mats to float in the water. It was a beautiful day when we were there. And on top of that, um, there's the incredible spa beach. There's the incredible yacht club beach for guests that are staying in the yacht club, which is our ship within the ship concept on board, all of our ships or, or the majority of our ships. They have their own beach. They have their own yacht club restaurant called ocean house, which is got the best views of the Island, incredible food. Um, I think I had a lobster roll sandwich for lunch while I was looking at the water with the great breeze and it was heavenly. It was incredible. And all of your butlers from the yacht club are there to serve you on yacht club beach and bring, you know, anything you need to your cabana. 
So we were definitely spoiled, and um, I can't wait for people to be able to experience it. And, um, you know, the, the great thing is there's 64 square miles of flourishing marine reserve. Ocean Key is a marine reserve, so it's very focused on the environment and coral restoration and, and protection of the marine life. So that's a big part of what we offer. And like I mentioned, guests can spread out and relax over two miles of beaches. So there's plenty of room to, to uh, spread out and relax. And we offer lots of excursions and food experiences. We have food trucks around the island. We have the dining, we have the ocean house for the yacht club. We have the big dining hall uh, area for our guests. We serve, you know, great foods, pizzas, burgers, hot dogs, everything you can imagine. Um, so it really is, uh, it, it, I really can't wait for people to see it. It was so, it was so hard having to not be able to go there after we just opened it and spent, you know, we spent about four years building it and hundreds of millions of dollars building it and restoring the entire area. So now for people to be able to go there and go snorkeling and kayaking and wave runners and, and, and just enjoy what the island has to offer is um, something I'm really looking forward to the first cruises going back and getting the reaction of our guests. And the crew on the island were so happy to see us. You know, they were so happy to have guests back there again and really show it off. It's something that we're very proud of. So it was, uh, it was, it was a great day being there. Yeah, for sure. I like that you kind of mentioned to the the time that nature there has kind of had to be untouched as well, because it is nice to I think that was a nice reminder during COVID is that everything was really still. And so I, it's nice to just kind of remember that as well, but also nice now that people can go and appreciate what came out of that time to grow and and flourish. And, and so I, I don't know, I just liked that point. Um, but it's also, yeah, the lighthouse having that vantage point, it would be so cool. I'm just I am excited to hopefully experience Ocean Key someday as well. Um, I want to talk to about MSC Seashore. Now, we're recording this before Seashore launches, but by the time that it comes out, it will have launched um, this past Monday. So can you talk about what's new and what's different with Seashore? I've seen some pictures of the inside. Oh, yeah. Um, we We are super excited about the fact that we keep getting new, beautiful ships coming to our market, sailing the Caribbean. MSC Seashore is similar to MSC Seaside, which many people have, have seen and have grown to love. Um, but although it's a, 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 a larger, somewhat sister ship of MSC Seaside, about 65% of the ship is different. So, it's, so it's, uh, we're really excited about it coming to the U.S. market in November. Um, it is going to complement the other ships that we have here in the market. She's going to be offering seven-night cruises from Fort Miami. And uh, she actually comes out uh, July 26th. And then she arrives in – she's going to do a, a couple of months in the Mediterranean. And then she comes here in November. So – some of the highlights is um, that she's our first Seaside Evo ship. So it's an enhancement uh, or an evolution, we like to say, of the current MSC Seaside. It's been extended, so it's longer. About 65% of the ship is completely reimagined. Um, it's going to be equipped with the next generation health and safety technology and the first safe air technology that we have with MSC Cruises, which obviously is you know, a, a result of not only wanting to be more environmentally friendly, but also a result of some of the, some of the long-term things that have to change because of COVID. Um, it's going to have the most outdoor space of any, any MSC cruise ship sailing from the U.S. And so the guests are going to be able to spread out outdoors. The ship was specifically built 
for warm weather, warm weather. So it's really meant to be a great outdoor experience. The outdoor features include six pools, multiple hot tubs, including an infinity hot tub, um, or two infinity hot tubs actually that look over the side of the ship. Um, and we've reimagined the dining concepts as well. We're gonna have a new Ola Tacos and Cantina restaurant on board. We're going to have a new sushi conveyor belt at Kaito Sushi. And we're also going to have many of the things that some of our other ships have, like an American steakhouse that we call Butcher's Cut, which now will include an indoor and an outdoor dining area. So you could be outdoor dining, you know, right on the water, um, as well as the Ocean Key Seafood Restaurant on board. So it's really, um, it, it's really going to be incredible and an incredible evolution. And on top of it, one of the things I'm most excited about is that it'll have the largest and most luxurious MSC Yacht Club in our entire fleet. It's going to be four decks of 32,000 square feet of private space, uh, including some new uh, stateroom concepts as well, and a brand new owner suite that's incredible and many other concepts as well. So um, those people that have, have sailed in the Yacht Club or even those who have not but have heard about it, this is the opportunity to do it because it's the biggest, most luxurious one that we have um, in the entire fleet of MSC. So. Those are just some of the some of the great uh, enhancements to the ship, and we can't wait till she arrives in November. Absolutely, absolutely. It sounds so nice. The Yacht Club, I loved going into the Yacht Club when I was on Maravilla. It was so nice. So having that newer Yacht Club, ah, oh, it all sounds so exciting. I'm super yeah. eager for it to get here. Um, but what else can we look forward to in 2021? I mean, do you have any itineraries that you're like, oh, you should go do this this year? This is something, you know, what can people do that are eager to start sailing at the end of this year Well, or this summer? Yeah, sure. I mean, sure. I think there's so much new stuff happening with MSC and, and you know, really, one of the things that I like people to really focus on is the fact that we're offering more ships and we're offering more types of itineraries than ever from, from the U.S. market. So as I mentioned earlier, we're leaving from Port Miami. We're also leaving from Port Canaveral. So this is our first time using Port Canaveral as a home port. We've got MSC Meravia now or beginning August 2nd. That's going to do three and four night cruises from Port Miami for about six weeks. And this is a great opportunity to get on a ship like that doing three and four night cruises. It's almost unheard of because it's one of the most beautiful, newest, largest ships in the industry. Um, and then she's going to be relocating to Port Canaveral and she's going to be offering three, four and seven night cruises. We've got MSC Davina that's going to start in Port Canaveral and then come to Miami offering uh, three and four and seven night cruises from Port Canaveral and then three and seven and 11 night cruises from Miami. We've got MSC Armenia, which is our, our boutique ship that's operating out of Port Miami. We have the new MSC Seashore that we just spoke about that's going to be doing seven-night cruises from Port Miami. And so, so the alternatives are great. Um, the ports of call are amazing, you know, the best ports of call in the Caribbean. But again, big focus on Ocean Key, being there for a day, day and a half. Um, and the flexibility around Port Miami, Port, uh, Port Miami and Port Canaveral, all these different choices of itinerary lengths, the ability to visit Ocean Key on every itinerary, the fact of having a brand new ship such as MSC Seashore. Um, these are all some of the most exciting things happening, you know, at the end of this year or this summer into the winter 21-22 for the brand. Um, so it's just all about choice and it's about getting back out there. You know, we, we traditionally had not done a lot of three and four night cruises and now we're making it part of our mainstay portfolio. 
And I think it's a great way for people to really get back to either trying MSC for the first time um, or getting their feet wet after COVID, getting back into cruising and taking a nice three and four night cruise to Nassau and Ocean Key and, and uh, some of the other places that we're going to. So those are, those are really the most exciting things. It's all about choice. It's all about Ocean Key. It's all about new ships. And uh, the great possibilities that we have on all the different ships, all of them are different classes. So, you know, what you see on MSC Meravia is very different than what you'll get on Seashore, very different than what you'll get on Davina. So it's more choices and flexibility um, than we've ever had. We continue to have our, our flexible booking um, option. So if anything happens or you need to cancel at the last minute, you can do so. So we're, you know, we're, we're slowly getting back into cruising in the, in the safest, most flexible way to make sure that our guests feel comfortable trying it out again. And um, that's what we're most excited about, just getting back on board and, and you know, showing off this great cruise experience and how it, how it can be delivered on MSC. Absolutely. And I'm so excited for you all. I'm so excited for the success that you've had over the past year. You know, as I said, I have really used you as an as an example when talking about cruising and how well it's going to be able to return. So I just want to commend you for that. And I really appreciate you being here with me today. Is there anything else that you want to talk about or do you feel like we've covered it all? Oh, gosh, there's so much to talk about. I'm because sure. There's so many things happening. So many things happening in the coming years, but we'll save that for uh, for another one. You know, Absolutely. I think I think we pretty much covered it all. Um, we're just again, you know, I, I think the most important thing is that the whole cruise industry has really done a great job figuring out how to come back in the most you know healthy and safest way. We've worked hand in hand with the CDC to be able to do that, and we've proven, like you said, you know, we started it in Europe. We've proven that it works over the last year. And now we're just excited to finally bring it back to the U.S. guests here in the Caribbean and also sending our U.S. guests over to Europe. Um, we've opened up all our European itineraries for any guests that want to go over there beginning in August. So we're definitely expanding um, as quickly as possible and, and trying to get back to, uh, to the great place that we were pre-pandemic. And now's a great time to do it. Great value, great options out there. So come and try us. And, um, and we're just looking forward to welcoming everybody back on board. Well, I'm sure that everyone is looking forward to being back on board and and we are looking forward to having you back here and, and getting back on board. And it's all so exciting. I hopefully will talk soon about 2022 and beyond because I know you all have so much coming up. But I want to thank you so much for joining me today. And uh, I'm so excited for the rest of 2021 for you all. So thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate the time. 